another brutal loss, this time to the Dallas Stars. We look at why the game flipped so suddenly and what is going on with Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen. We find out today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap yet another loss for the Minnesota Wild, 6-3 to three at the hands of the Dallas Stars. Alex Micheletti is here to talk about continued problems for the Wild and whether or not the Wild's deadline targets have shifted completely during this rough stretch. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran captain of the show and veteran content producer for uh, pretty much every Minnesota sports team that exists over the last decade, now focusing exclusively on the Minnesota Wild. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We bring in our regular Monday co-host, Alex Micheletti. Not a victory Monday. Uh, another loss to the Dallas Stars. and An interesting game to, uh, to kind of dive into. But Alex, we're down bad right now. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was tough to watch. Uh, I mean, no. I, mean, I, thought, I thought Matt Dumba being back would, would just be the elixir um, to the Wilds. Uh, uh, you know, just problems, but uh, now the goaltending has just been horrendous. Um, there's no sh- sugar coating it. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> what they can do with with these goalies. They're just not playing with with confidence. And now the number one need might be a goaltender. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, you know, it's still some time to figure it out before the 21st. Yeah, we've got we got a couple of weeks before the deadline, so a chance for Garen, uh, Bill Garen, to get a look at this team. Leading up to the deadline, and you know, there's there's no way to slice it. This team is in a skid, a rough stretch, a slump, a tailspin, whatever you want to call it. I think I'm going with tailspin, and I think Michael Russo has even used the word freefall at times, just because it happened so suddenly. Like this yeah. team was just chugging along, and um, the wheels just completely came off, and everything looks bad we'll we'll talk about the things that are actually causing this uh this skid but everything just looks bad right now and you know it was a perfect encapsulation of uh of the stars game wild looked great for pretty much the entire first period they had a ton of fight a ton of energy they were stealing the puck away from the stars in their own end at will couldn't get really anything past Edinger, but it looked great. It's like, hey, these guys are back. The energy is there. Everything is uh, is back towards what we saw at the beginning of the season when this, this team was one of the best in the league. And then 
the penalty at the end of the first period in which Dallas scored with two seconds left and the Wilds challenged goaltender interference, lost that challenge, so they went on the penalty kill again and gave up a goal to start the second period. It it all fell apart just as quickly as it started. And, you know, anybody that's been watching this team over the last 10 games, like, it was basically just a small sample size of what has happened to this team over the last three weeks right in front of us. I mean, yeah, you, you, you couldn't have said it better. The, um, for the majority of that first period, they looked like the old wild um, and we're getting chances, um, you know, and, you know, just you know, Dean, Dean said after the game too that in hindsight, you shouldn't have called the challenge and that completely changed momentum. And, you know, then the goaltending the rest of the way was, was, was awful. And, uh, you know, a little too late on the, on the comeback. Uh, um, but, um, yeah, um, they gotta, they gotta figure this out, um, real fast, uh, because, you know, if they don't, you know, then, then they might fall out of the playoff race and that might, you know, you go from buyer to seller and no yeah. one wants that. So, and that can, that can happen like that. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully they can, you know, like I, like I've been preaching, hopefully they can get the full lineup back together and get the lines all straightened out um, because they're still out of whack again. And, uh, um, you know, Jordan Greenway, you know, you know, hopefully it's not, not too long. He was placed on IR. He basically flipped uh, with, with Dumba. So, um, yeah. but he's been skating. So that's, that's a good sign. So. Well, and I believe you can, I believe you can retroactively put players on injured reserve. So I would yeah. imagine procedurally that when he's ready, he can come off pretty much any time to, uh, yeah. to hop in. Now, Freddie Goudreau, it sounds like, got dinged up in the um, – and this has been another problem too. You know, we, we've seen this team when they were at full strength just really play really good hockey. And they just – they cannot get to that point – Right now, it seems like every time somebody comes off injured reserve or comes back into the lineup, somebody else is out hurt. And it just, every bounce, every unlucky bounce, every unlucky break, every everything that could possibly happen in a bad sense is just raining down on the XL Energy Center right now. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, you know, thank thank goodness it's uh you know, they couldn't they can if if Goudreau's out, they can move um Bukestad to center. Um yeah. doesn't doesn't seem like they have any interest in calling up our young Austrian uh Marco Rossi. So um <laughs> uh looks like you know, they would just move move uh Bukestad from the wing to center and <laughs> and that would that would solve their issue and have uh, Mason Mason Shaw player called Kyle Rao. so I think that's <laughs> that's just what what they, what they want to do right now and um, you know um, you know you know, they could they could use a major spark but um, you know it's you know good old contracts so. oh, yeah they just they need they need the zap they need the yep. um, they need like there was uh, there was a shot of uh, of Nico Sturm with the smelling salts um, <laughs> as the game was getting started. Uh, Spoke Z tweeted it out, and I responded to his tweet, and I said, "You know, I'm going to need one or two of these to get through recording this episode." Like, <laughs> it seems like the Wild collectively as a team 
need a, a hit or two from the smelling salts. Just it it seems like, and you know, we'll talk about this coming up. It seems like the team collectively is just so like worn down by this goaltending. And I've got I have the numbers over this 10 game stretch. You're gonna want to be sitting down because as bad as we think it is, infinitely worse. And you know that that wears on you as a team. Like the special teams have not been great. Like that's that's not breaking any news. The penalty kill has been a disaster. The power play has not been scoring. But when you're so focused on, we have to not. We can't allow any shot on net. Because it's probably going to be a goal. Because the goalies can't corral rebounds. They can't track the puck. And if there's any traffic in front of the net, good luck. <laughs> like, it is. It is. It, if it wasn't such a, like, depressing just fall to earth, it would honestly be impressive to see things flip this quickly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the goaltending it, today, especially, uh, you know, Capo, Jason Robertson, he's a phenomenal player, but yeah, that last goal he gave up before he got pulled, I mean, uh, he just completely dropped it. You know, it, that just can't happen. You know, that's it's so demoralizing for a team that's trying to to make a comeback, and they weren't laying down. And you saw Kaprizov, you know, he fights till till the end. Which is which is phenomenal to see, um, but you know special teams, you you nailed it. I mean it it's a nightmare. They can't yeah. on the power play. They can't even get it into the zone. They're having trouble getting you know getting getting everything even set up, let alone shoot the puck. Um, and then the penalty kill, it you know it's a disaster. It seems like you know the other team's going to score every single time. Which yeah, is, which is tough. I uh, I have one thing that I observed in the difference between the Wild and Dallas with the penalty kill that I'll throw at you here in the next segment, but we're going to dive in because, like I said, I have accumulated some numbers in regards to the goaltending. It's not great. So we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll continue to just kind of soak in what is going on with this team recently as we uh, try to figure out what needs to be fixed and what is a byproduct of the goalie conundrum. We'll continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. I'm going to be real honest. I haven't been a huge fan of supplements or multivitamins throughout my life because let's be honest, you get up in the morning, you maybe get a little breakfast in your system, and you're out the door to work or wherever you have to go. Nobody has time to put together a pack of multivitamins or take two to three supplements. You got to have it on the go, ready to roll. But I've started taking Athletic Greens, and I have to say, it has changed my daily routine. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, everything you need. It's lifestyle-friendly, too, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, and again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Once you're done with today's first episode and today's bonus episode of Locked on Wild, make sure your next listen is the Locked on Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game from and analysis with our local experts, including yours truly. Locked on Now on the NHL channel is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, Seth Topol and Alex McLeddy. Just trying to come to grips with uh, what has happened to this team. I mean, at one point, and I know, like, I know this is stuff that we here in Minnesota maybe don't put as much stock into, but at one point this year, moneypuck.com had the Wild with the best odds to win the Stanley Cup. And, like, all of this stuff, like the number of goals that they've scored, the fact that they are near the top of the list in goals, even with this skid, that's not an accident. And I think that's what makes this stretch more so much more frustrating is, especially on the penalty kill, this team is too talented to just let this continue to happen. And I noticed penalty kill-wise, and I don't know if this makes a huge difference, you know, coming from the perspective of somebody that never played hockey, which is why I'm throwing it out here. Dallas on the penalty kill, it seemed like they were doing a, they were making a concerted effort to attack the player that had the puck, trying to force whichever wild player had the puck into making a decision, which over the last handful of games has been to pass. Um, as opposed to take a shot. But it seemed like Dallas was doing a... They were making a point to try to pressure whichever Wild player had the puck. And when the Wild are on the penalty kill, everybody is sucked in to right in front of the net. Like, they're giving space to the players on offense for the Stars, for whoever else. They're giving space and therefore allowing the teams on the power play to dictate and do what they want to do largely in part because everybody up and down that roster, I'm sure is worried that uh, they're going to be giving up goals, but like by, by not forcing a team to make a decision, it just, it seems like they're giving their opponents too easy of a time to do what they want to do on the power play. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, it's it's frustrating uh, because um, you, you got that compounded with the goaltending, and so um, you know it just it le- it leads to disastrous um, outcomes. Um, and 
it even allows um, struggling teams to, to capitalize. And um, you saw Buffalo um, do that. And, you know, you can, <laughs> Buffalo got shut out by LA today. Um, so that, that shows you how much, you know, you know, yeah, it's, it, you know, seeing, seeing that result was, was frustrating because that's, a you know, those are points that the wild are missing out on, on teams that they should be beating. And, uh, you know, this should have been a week where, you know, probably weren't going to beat Calgary. Um, you know, just that's, uh, just the way um, they were they were playing. I mean, heck, Calgary beat Colorado last night. Uh, Johnny Goudreau is yeah, you know, he's having an MVP type season, overtime winner. Um, but um, you know, should it should it be Buffalo to go with your fly, Flyers win? And then today was you know a toss up. But um, you know, you look at the standings. Dallas is you know they're they're right there um to take in the third spot from the wild in nashville um nashville beat san jose eight nothing last night and they're they're playing phenomenal saros has, has been incredible net and uh and matt duchene and our old old buddy uh mikhail gramlin are you know having really bounce bounce back seasons um and they have roman yossi uh you know um just an amazing one of the best defensemen in the league uh anchoring that team so yeah, I mean, we got some teams hot, hot on the Wild's tail, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can turn it around here quick, and uh, you know, maybe Billy G makes a move to to spark the team uh, and get get them going in the right direction. I believe it was on the TV, and I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't screenshot it when the stat was put up on the TV, but I believe what was said was the Wild penalty kill is 14 for their last 26. And they've given up a power play goal in 11 of their last 13 games. 14 of 26, by the way, is 54%, which I don't know where they're at right now in terms of near the bottom of the league in penalty kill, but they're getting close. Like, it's just... And again, I think a lot of, I think a lot of the problems stem from everybody just being so tight and not wanting to give up a goal because everything that goes towards the net seems like a goal at this point. Okay, that's where I'm going to segue into the stats. Here we go. Uh, These courtesy of Nick Terhar on Twitter. Past 10 games for the Wild, their expected goals on offense – 25.38, which is 2.54 per game. Their actual goals, they've scored 32, so 3.2 per game. Their expected goals against, 26.15. Expected goals against, that is 2.62 goals per game. They have allowed, actually, 39 goals in 10 games. And I think it's 51 goals in their last 11 games that they've allowed, uh, which is a 3.9 goals allowed per game average. And Terhar also mentions the Minnesota Wild still averaging 3.2 goals per game over this stretch, although they scored seven goals against Edmonton, having bad goaltending as well. So if you take that out, they're still averaging 2.77 goals per game in the other nine games. Either way, the goaltending is atrocious. Special teams has to improve as well. I raise you. Minnesota Wilds goaltenders have given up 12.85 goals more than expected over the past 10 games. The only game in which they received NHL average goaltending was on February 20th, 
when Capo Kakinen faced the Oilers. Talbot has been an absolute disaster in that stretch, giving up nine more goals than expected. The Wild, and also the goals saved above expected, that game in which um, was referenced February 20th, Capo saved .14 goals above expected. So it was barely saved above what he gave up. So you look at that, um, and you know, some Brett Marshall does the uh, the player the the performance cards um, after every game. Wild played well in five on five in the game against Dallas, according to his metrics. I test I know is going to be a different story, but again, offense is not the problem. You can't dig out of a four or five goal deficit every night. You can't go into the third period every game down by three goals. Even average goaltending at this point would, I, I don't know if, if maybe you could even manage to go like six and four in this 10 game stretch if you get average goaltending. It's either been like second coming of Patrick Waugh or like San Jose Sharks, Devin Dubnik over the last 10 games. There has been no in between. No, it's, it's been awful. I don't, I don't know how this all happened. Uh, I mean, it, it's crazy. Both of them, uh, you know, um, it's not just one. Um, and, and especially this week, I mean, they both, both were horrendous, um, you know, so yeah, you know, that's, that's what makes me worried that, you know, um, you have to go try to find a goalie. Um, and there's going to be some candidates out there on yeah. some on really losing teams that some of these guys, just, um, you know, they've lost their starting role or, um, you know, they're just, their teams are out of it and they're going to want to move, move their goalies. So, you know, Matt Murray, um, you know, Simeon Varlamov in, in uh, New York, uh, maybe James Reimer if he's, if he's healthy. Um, yeah, so there's going to be some be some goalies out there that the Wild could get possibly for for not a whole lot of compensation. So that might be the top priority over a defenseman or a center at this point. Yeah, I remember I long I long for the days where I specifically was saying that this team was a Claude Giroux away from competing with the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> that's out the door yeah freezing freezing cold takes if you're listening i got a banger for you that i just said you can find it because the tweet is out there oh boy um yeah it's we'll take some of those names because there are some intriguing names there um that could i think help and probably going to be you know a deal that is the rest of this year and not beyond so it's not going to be something that you're locked in too long term, but like you got to do something. And yeah. I think you, I think you hit it pretty spot on on Twitter and saying that you know Bill Guerin, I'm sure wanted to just kind of roll with the group that got them here, but I think I think it sends a message too that the season is so far far gone that you don't even do anything. I think that sends the wrong message to this team oh, too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, they've they've played too well to to just, you know, throw throw in the towel because yeah. this is a year where um, 
I don't. I think anybody can come out of the West. Um, uh, we always say, how many years have we said it with Colorado? Um, and they've never proven it in the playoffs yep. to go deep in the playoffs. Um, the goaltending has always held them back. Um, Kemper got pulled last night, um, so he continues to be a, a roller coaster. Um, and Francois, the backup, isn't isn't great. Um, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can they can score all they want, but if you can't stop the puck in, in the playoffs, good luck. Yeah. yeah, we've seen them get bounced, uh, you know, multiple times with with horrendous playoff goaltending. So. And the big um, e- the big equalizer in the playoffs, hot goalie. Yes, so. exactly. So. <laughs> Let's uh, we'll take a look at that all week here on Lockdown Wild. We'll look at some goalie options, try to figure out what the cost is going to be, and you know we'll go through the stages of grief and get to the acceptance of the Wild are going to uh, to make a move for a goalie. But to finish off today's episode, we're going to take a look at the week ahead because the grind just continues. Chugging along, chugging along. That homestand, though, is close. So we'll look at what is coming up for the Minnesota Wild to try to shake off this skid, and we'll do that next here on Locked on Wild. Football might be over for this season, but the NBA, March Madness, and the NHL playoffs are all close and uh, plenty of opportunities for you to place your bets. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. And with the NCAA tournament on the way, plenty of information for you to pick up there as well. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. All at Bet Online, where the game starts. The month of March is here, and if you are hanging on to your New Year's resolutions, props to you. Many people have already thrown them in the garbage, but if you're trying to eat better and look better, Built Bar is here to help. If you're looking for something to jumpstart your Built Bar routine, may I recommend the Puffs. If you haven't tried the Puffs, brand of Built Bars, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your standard candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You can enjoy Built Bars today by heading to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol and Alex McLeddy finishing off today's episode by taking a look at what is coming up for this team with a desperately needed homestand on the way uh, for the Wilds. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, uh, Sunday, 
Sunday. What is going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> they play Tuesday at a home against the New York Rangers, who continue to be a force out east. Then Thursday at Detroit, Friday at Columbus, and Sunday at Nashville. Uh, what do you think of the week ahead, Alex? Um, obviously, that uh, that Rangers game going to be a tough way to start it, but and I use this term hesitantly. Winnable games the rest of the week. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday Tuesday's gonna be fun. I have my uncle Joe in town with the with the Rangers. Um, and they're just uh just on fire. Chris Kreider is just playing out of his mind right now, and Shesterkin is is uh. Uh, you know, looking like a, a Vesna uh, candidate for sure. Um, but yeah, the rest of the week definitely winnable. Um, you know, especially Detroit. But Detroit, Detroit's a weird team. Uh, they give up a ton of goals, but they can score a ton too. So, I mean, heck, last what last week and a half ago, they played Toronto and gave up ten goals. So <laughs> it's just you never know what what with Detroit what you're gonna get. And Columbus, Columbus has sneaky been playing a lot better. Um, and Patrick Line is just on a flamethrower. Of a, of a month and a half um and so that 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 should be um a, a fun game to watch for for both fan bases um um and uh nashville uh, the national game is going to be critical in the in, with the you know division matchup uh and they're they're right right on the wilds uh heels for for playoff spots so um yeah it's gonna be a fun fun way to to wrap up the, the week for sure and the miko Koivu jersey retirements Yes. On Sunday, um, so if that doesn't get the crowd fired up, I, I don't know what what will. And um, you know, hopefully it brings brings energy. And um, you saw with Columbus with with Rick Nash, they uh, they lost to Boston, but they took that one to um, you know to to the to the bitter end in the shootout. So um, yeah, it should hopefully give give the Wild a, a big boost. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the Nash jersey retirement because sensational from uh, from what i saw it sounds like it was just an absolute a plus event so minnesota wilds take note do something similar for uh, the yeah. captain yeah i can't wait for all the all the tributes from from former teammates um and that, that'll be uh um, really fun to watch and um you know he he meant a lot to the organization obviously and uh it'll be nice nice to see his jersey get uh get hung in the rafters uh It'll be nice to have one other than just the the wild fans one up there. <laughs> uh, well, at least uh, at least we haven't gone the Indianapolis Colts route yet. <laughs> I saw on Twitter playoff uh, semifinalists. I can't I can't even I can't even make it up. Like with all the stuff with the combine, um, Arif Hassan, who uh, I believe is a guest periodically with Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings. Um, Covers the uh, covers the Vikings and the NFL for the Athletic. Um, tweeted out live from Luke Soil Stadium. That banner exists. Like it's an actual thing. The Colts have a banner hanging up in their stadium that says, and I think it's 2012. Well, I don't I don't remember which year it is, but it says 14, but yeah. AFC finalist. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't make that up that's that's a tough look that's really tough i i mean how much did they how much did they spend to make that right um and then how can their fan base be just 
fine and dandy with that. Did they reveal it in front of fans? That says <laughs> that's as useless of a banner as the uh, Nashville Predator. Was it the Predators and the Hurricanes in that playoff series? Um, the year before, um, it was I think two years ago already, or last year. Um, both teams battled on Twitter, and like the Hurricanes had that yeah, chirp tweet where they showed the banner. <laughs> oh, cringe! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, need those. When the, when the when the two team when team two teams go like back and forth with each other, a lot of times it's it's so cringeworthy. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not something that should be done regularly, but it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully the wilds, hopefully the wilds can can get it figured out. But you know, it's it's hard to. It just everything just looks bad when you get like bottom of the barrel goaltending, and yep. the Wild have for the last like ten games. Beyond that, and so if they get the goaltending short up, then you can say, okay, this was bad because of the goaltending. This was bad because of the goaltending. Everybody looked just lifeless because of the goaltending. Once that gets short up. I think we'll be on the right path to getting back to at least some semblance of the team that uh, that started the season off so hot. But that's all on Billy G. I'm sure his phone's ringing nonstop. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that, uh, I think, is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Lockdown Wild. So, again, now that your first listen of the day is done, head to our bonus episode today for a full breakdown of the round of 64 in the Lockdown Madness Tournament. Voting resumes tomorrow in the round of 32. Keep track on the Locked on Wild Twitter account as we try to determine who is the best Minnesota Wild player ever thanks to the help of you, the fans. Maboldi. So make sure that you cast your votes. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms and wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date on everything Minnesota Wild related because if big news or a puck drop anywhere in the state of hockey. Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.